What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep, with your host, Joel Conan. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've bitten a penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. All right, all right, all right. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome to Pre-Market Prep. Spencer Israel, Joel Conan, Dennis Dick with you this morning. A lot to discuss. We have earnings. We have a jobs number, but we also have SNL and Dogecoin. So a lot to get to on today's show. Go ahead, everyone, and please, please, please smash that like button. Thank you very much. On today's show, we have a pair of guests. Uh, Marcus Hyde Carter will join us from Rockwell Trading at 8. 30, give or take a few minutes. And yes, he will probably talk about Ride, if you're wondering. Um, so that'll be at 8.30. Jason Razzing will stop by, though I'll be honest, I don't know when. He might He might come on now. He might come on in like 10 minutes. He, he, he might not. I, I don't really know. But he said he'll come on. He's in the office. And if he joins us, he joins us. If he doesn't, he doesn't, and, and, and that'll be that. Um, so that's the slate of guests for today. Uh, today's show is also sponsored by Rockwell Trading, so check it out, rockwelltrading.com slash Benzinga. Joel, we've got your charts up on the screen. Let's take a look at how we're doing in the overnight market. We're doing pretty darn well after that excellent last half hour yesterday. We're up eight and a quarter at 42.050, trading at the highs from Monday. All-time closing high, 0350, all-time high, 4211. After that, who knows where we can go. 9175, that's just under your close of 9450. You have crude, that's in the red by 16 cents. No big deal here. Uh, that's down at 6456. A gold. We're now over 1800. Now I can start talking about 1800 as support, hopefully, and 1850 as resistance. Up three bucks, 181870. Uh, silver, taking a little breather. Uh, that's down 13.7 cents at 2734. And Bitcoin, 
Bitcoin's up $510 uh, at $56,690. Consolidation station here in the Bitcoin futures. Triple D, how you doing? Are you, uh, are you under ambush this morning or do you have everything under control? Very light. It was a slow night. You look at that S&P movement there and we kind of just sat there last night, the futures from obviously I trade from four to eight and I pack it in after eight o'clock, but it was slow. Very slow night. So calm before the storm. We got jobs. Maybe it's a calm it's before the storm. The jobs are looking for the hot number. Jobs. Million yeah, million um million jobs added or plus. I think the uh I think the, the catalyst yesterday uh What's the was consensus. I, well to me, and who am I? Uh <laughs> I think it was a Biden, you know, talking about the lower corporate tax rate. No, I, I asked think what the consensus what do you on the think? jobs number. The consensus is somewhere in the ballpark of a million. Uh, a million jobs. I've seen one a- million jobs. <laughs> Sorry. Let's see. Hot economy. Let's see. Let's <laughs> Am see. I doing it wrong? I don't know. <laughs> wrong finger. <laughs> what movie is that from? Uh, Come on, Joel. It, it, no, it's at, it's after Joel's time. He, he he gets a pass. It's Austin Powers. Yeah. Austin Powers. Um, he had a Goldfinger movie, right? Yes, he did. Okay, yeah. uh, excellent. Yeah. Old. All right. All right. What We're do we want to do? We're gonna Spencer, you've been kind of quiet this week. You feeling okay? I mean, you got the double Benzinga on there. I do. Yep. <laughs> I know. He's all prepped up. Look at this preppy. I need one of those preppy. Jason, I want the preppy Benzinga. Jason's not talking to us. I w- he's going to ambush he's us. Coming. One he's coming. He's going to sneak in. D- D- Dennis, Dennis I-, I would gladly send you one of these sweet hoodies if I could. But no, I know. clothing's I know you, not allowed in Canada, though. I, I don't think we'll get to you. No, clothing's not allowed in Canada. I just want to show s- that show that image I sent to you. So we'll start with the story, then we'll get into the stocks. But oh no! Anyway, so this is my rant. Shows, so as you know, Ontario is still in lockdown. You know, you're in a different world in the U.S. Ontario. We can't even buy any of these items right now in Canada. We can only buy essential stuff. So you know, people are saying. Um, What's open in Canada right now is literally like Walmart, Shoppers Drug Mart, which is like a Rite Aid, CVS, Dollarama. All your other stores are closed. They can do they can do curbside on some of them, but for the most part, all that stuff was closed. So anyways, I was out and about a little bit. I had an appointment with the doctor yesterday, and I was just in the area, and I was like, oh, there's a Dollarama. It's my four-year-old's birthday on Sunday. I was like, I'm going to go pop in there and get some party decorations, some balloons and stuff. So I'm going, and I'm loading up the cart. It's all like the Dollarama's open. Um, I didn't notice this sign, so I took a picture of it afterwards, but I'm putting the balloons in there. I got some toys. I got some different stuff, and I get up to to check out, and they're like, no, you can't buy any of that stuff. I'm like, why? They're like, look at the sign. I was like, oh, I didn't see the sign. Here's the sign. So in Ontario right now, you cannot buy. Even though you can go in the store and this stuff is right on the shelves, you cannot buy. She scans it, and it just says restricted. Can't buy this item. So all the toys, all the decorations, all that's restricted. So you can see clearly. We have clothes. Clothing is non-essential in Ontario. Yeah, I just got to interrupt. interrupt for one second. If Pierre Trudeau saw what you wear Here, on the you show, know. he would he would put a special uh, a special clause exemption. in there for you to buy clothes. Go ahead with your rant. A, a special exemption. So anyway, can't buy toys for my four year old's birthday. Can't buy anything really. You can see all you can buy is food. So the only thing that they left in my shopping cart, I had some candy. Oh yeah, you can buy candy. So you're allowed to let your kids rot their teeth, but you can't clothe them. 
You can't obviously have candles. So if you lose power, you're just screwed. We know we can't do can openers. I've talked about that before. So welcome to Ontario, where we're in a completely different world and we can't do anything. So you think here we are in the U.S. or here you guys are in the U.S. opening up casinos and going to bars and having all sorts of fun. And we can't even buy a can opener or we can't buy clothing. So interesting. Welcome to Ontario. Justin Trudeau. I stand corrected on that. I don't know what the, the, the purpose, though. So the purpose of these restrictions were because they don't want the small businesses like the toy stores that can't be open. They don't want them to lose business. So they restrict you from buying the stuff in Walmart and Dollarama. But what happens? I turned around and went and bought the toys on Amazon. So, I mean, it's just going to the mega big business then. So e- either way, you know, Amazon benefits from this. So I don't know what they think they're doing by saving small businesses. But they're not. So. <laughs> it's a great song. Home, sweet it's a great song. All right. It's enough of that. Okay, just giving you a, we're in a different world in Ontario. So some people, some countries are past COVID like the U.S. And then there's Canada that we don't have any vaccines. So we literally still are in lockdown. So Mother's Sometimes. Day, Natalie's birthday is on Mother's Day, huh? It, it, it falls on Mother's Day this year, yes. It doesn't always work that way, but this year it does. Same day? Okay. Yeah, four years old. I'm going to have to tell her we have no toys because <laughs> yeah. in Ontario, they restrict the buying of toys. We'll Santa, give her a toy next year. Santa can come. That's not true. We went on Amazon and bought the toys. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, maybe uh, maybe Benzinga can say, uh, send you some attire or something like that. I need clothes. That's what that started from. I need clothes. I think, but like you said, at the border, they might just say, no, package of clothes. We can't ship that. Clothing is restricted in Canada. We're all nudists. All right. So so the question on the weekend is not, uh, will Dennis be able to get clothes or toys? It, it's, should we sell our Dogecoin ahead of SNL? That's yes. the question. And, the, yes. and Dennis says yes. 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 I would sell. I, I think it's going to be a topping event for it. Yes, I do. Um, it's had a ridiculous run. I got a lot of hate on Twitter. I sold some of my Ethereum and some of my Bitcoin yesterday. I kept a piece of both. Um, I still have my original Bitcoin that I bought, but I bought more Bitcoin like about a month and a half ago. I sold that extra Bitcoin that I bought. I bought Ethereum, we know, about a week and a half ago. It's up 60% in a week and a half. I sold half of it because I feel like it's had such a run. Is the Ethereum and Bitcoin story over? No, I don't think so. But it's been a ridiculous run. And I feel like this is an event that is going to, everybody's like going to be excited. We're going to see it move up into the event and Saturday Night Live and he's going to talk doggy corn. Everybody's going to be pumped about it. And I feel like, it's going to top out. So calling on the show again, I called this two days ago, but I'm saying it, you know, I said it already when I was saying it, this weekend is going to be the topping event, I think, for crypto. And I do believe that this is going to be the highs for the year we're going to see in the next couple of days. Wait, wait, wait. For all, for all of crypto? All of it. It's all going to top. Oh, I don't know about that, sir. Dog, dog coin, I think. And I think, I think all of crypto has, look at Ethereum, look at them all. They've all just run, 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 run. We are in the crypto market where the SPACs were a month and a half ago. High growth is just unforgiven here. It's totally, you know, and and, and yesterday was a great example again. ARKK down 2.5%, Buffett up 2.5%, Berkshire Hathaway up 2.5%. A 5% move. That's how much they hate the high growth right now. Everything rallied yesterday. Every sector, even tech was up yesterday. The only healthcare was down. But every other sector was up. Tech was up. The Kathy Wood tech stocks were not up because they're all high growth and they hate those names. Look at Fastly. Oh, oh my gosh. Unbelievable. Down 27% yesterday. And what's Kathy do? 
Usually she buys the dip. She sold the dip. She's out of this. Or I don't know if she's out of it. But she sold one, something like 1.3 or 1.4 million shares yesterday. So she's having second guesses on a few of these picks that she's picked. Workhorse, too. She sold a pile of Workhorse yesterday. She's been buying Workhorse at 20, at 18, at 17. Just sold a whole bunch yesterday, like nine. So I don't know if there's outflows happening or what's going on, why she's all of a sudden selling these things that she was buying. But maybe she just wanted to, you know, she's changed her mind on certain companies, which you're totally allowed to do. And I commend her for doing that. If the story's changed and she feels like she doesn't want to be in these, like the space, um, you know, the, I do the same thing too. Take the loss. It's a great thing to do. It's okay to take losers. I've said that before. But man, she was so convicted with some of these buys, buying some of these stocks every day, like the workhorse. And now all of a sudden she turns around and sells a pile of it. I'm not totally getting it. Uh, do you think the, the 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 move in the other currencies is hurting Bitcoin? I, I think so. Yeah, the other cryptos. I, I do believe that because Bitcoin hasn't went up that much. I do believe you're seeing a lot of uh, crypto traders now trading other stuff and they're moving the money around. And you know, Matt Matt Kanerman, who was a, a employee at Benzinga for a long time, I was tweeting with him yesterday. Um, he was just talking about how money is, is flowing. Yeah, you, know, you got like this like cloud of of you know the the quick money and it just moves from something to the next thing to the next thing and it always wants to you know get rich fast to get rich fast there's a lot of this this is big so you see like these boom these moves you know where the game stop boom you know maybe it's you know social maybe it's reddit maybe it's retail i don't know but this cloud moves around and right now it's moved into dogecoin it's moved into some of these other cryptos you know there was like you know ridiculous names you know like something we can't even say on the show so the one coin there, we can't even say the one name on the show and it's not going up. I mean, it's just this herd mentality. This herd is really strong, though, and it moves around. It's moving through some of the penny stocks and it's just moving <gasps> around. Well, look at Coinbase. Oh, boy. This is look, another new low yesterday. Where's Coinbase going? Holy mackerel. This stuff's hated right now. Got this, stuff is, this stuff is the, the, the money has moved out of this stuff and it's moved into other things. The question is on all of these names now, and yes, Coinbase valuation I think is still nuts, but it's oversold. I mean, all of these names are oversold. AR, ARKK is oversold right now. It just dropped in a week. We just went from 128 to 107. Basically, ARKK just dropped almost 17, 18% in a week in six trading sessions, in, a, in six trading sessions where the SPY is actually up. So you just seen like an 18% divergence. So this gap that we were talking about between growth and value, it's been closing. It really closed a lot in the last few days. Now, it's still a gap there. The value stocks are still relatively cheap to the growth stocks from historical measures. You know, they're always going to be, you can't look at, you know, apples to apples. You just like, where are these relative to where they usually are? Where are these? Growth stocks are always going to have a higher PE than value stocks. So you can never say, oh, they're going to go like that. That's never going to happen. But, you know, value, value stocks right now, relative to where they were, are starting to get overvalued. And some of these growth stocks relative to where they were are starting to look like, okay, maybe we're getting to a level where you can start nibbling or, or maybe dipping your toes into the water. If you have no growth and you're all value, I think you're reallocating a little bit now. So you're starting to look at, you know, and, and pick your names, you know, don't just go after every, you know, it's just any name. You got to do your homework, you know, pick the ones that are going to turn it around. I do think like a Penn National eventually could turn around here. They still have Dave Portnoy. The story is still good. Um, it's $84, you know, this morning here was $140 a month ago. So you're talking like a 30 or 40% haircut in stock. At a certain point, Penn National becomes like, if it got down the 70s, 
I think I'd probably rebuy. I sold my stock at 106. I was way early selling. I think I might rebuy my stock if it got down in the 70s. So at a certain point in time, some of these stocks are actually starting to look a little more attractive. I've been, yeah, I've been Dennis, so, Dennis so let me stop you here for a yeah. second. You know, because we we talked about a lot of this on the show yesterday, and um, you know, I wrote up an article trying to detail it and play it. But I mean, look at there's still the valuations are still on these are still ridiculous. They are so like Zoom. Okay, I think I looked at Zoom and before yesterday, it was at like a, a forward PE of 90. So I, I wouldn't touch Zoom. You, you're not, I mean, and also when, and when you, you're ready to jump into these things, look at the monthly chart. I mean, where, you know, if you really start to go lower, you actually just breach the low of the move. Same thing with ARKK. I mean, these things had, everyone's looking at it, oh, it's down from 160, but it's up from under 40. So it's still over a double. Since yeah. last March, there's still be. I mean, and I hate to bring up the stock, but I mean, I'm still sitting over a double on the Peloton, right? And I want to sell. And I, every time I mention selling, she says she wants to buy more. So I'm not going to mention. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to sell. sell. I did it today, though. I did it today just to kind of ceremonial, um, you know, uh, blast 20 minute workout just to try and feel better about the stock but uh it's it's, awesome. you should feel better about it peloton got some nice guidance on the call good guidance and then a pop 10 bucks you know Raz is here Raz is here he's not getting always oh, on mute Raz, turn your mic on man come on it's the nicest mic in the world but right, it doesn't I, work well I, if it's not I, on. I, I might have to step away and, and make sure he can go help him out over there. In the office go help he him knows out. what he's doing he created all this stuff it's an Raz? awesome looking mic, and his hair looks great today too. I wish I knew what he was saying. He's moving his lips. He looks great. Where's he at? Is he? Uh... <laughs> I think he hears us. Maybe he doesn't hear us. Oh yeah, he does. He says I do. Look, hear it, you. look like he shaved today too. He looks awesome today, man. I just wish I would know what he was saying. Come on, Spencer, run we could, in we there. We can pretend like I know what he what Spencer's he's saying. Spencer's running. Spencer's going there. over there. <laughs> Chase is getting outside here. <laughs> we got Luke in the chair. Hot. <laughs> Hot stocks, Luke is here. Where's Luke? I don't see Luke. Luke. Luke's been on the show. Spencer left. Yeah, Spencer left. I figure, okay, you know, might as well keep. He takes it, over. Keep we it. just yeah. replaced Spencer. You know what? We got a better looking Spencer now. <laughs> this is excellent. <laughs> Spencer hit the gym. Spencer hit Hello? the gym. Hello? <laughs> I got it. Is it work? Shaved. Yeah, it works, Jason. <laughs> oh, it's holy Spencer. Luke, when's the it time phone. to buy gross stocks? Yeah. When's the hey, time to dip your toe? I was worried. I was worried. Can you guys hear me? We hear you yes. now. Okay. Um, dude, you're not going to believe this, Dennis. I had, like, say, 150 shares of uh, Peloton. I sold 40 of the shares at 96 the day before the recall. <laughs> that was a good sell. That was my luckiest sell ever. That but then I still sell. I still have 110 shares. So It's getting um, a bounce here. It gets back up to that 100 level. That's maybe. And you know yeah. what? It's, get, it's having a nice dead cat bounce here. So I think it's back up to that 100 level. It's another opportunity Let's to maybe fun. lighten up. I'm talking to Joel as well because Joel's uh, the, talk to Lisa. talking to Lisa. I'm going to share you now. Lighten up the Peloton. No. I think Look it could go to Spencer 100. brought me. Sport card, huh? Yeah, yeah. Hey, the Penn National CEO was on CNBC. I don't know I saw if it was on our show. You know who else was on my the show, Power Hour? Vici. Vici Properties. They're buying Venetia and they did Greek Town. They buy the land under the casinos. V-I-C-I. I may buy that stock. 
I bought uh, I bought your buddy's stock uh, Agri? a few Agri? weeks ago. Agri, yeah. Yep. I bought so, it sixty six, probably about a month ago. So the I haven't C- had a chance to talk about it. But. The, C- the CEO talked about Agri. He's like, we're trying to build the Agri for like uh, casino operators, you know, ADC. So they buy Venetian, they become the landlord. Venetian pays them, just like they did for Greek Town, just like they did for Penn. And the guy, the CEO, was probably the one of the best CEOs I've ever spoken to. In the power hour yesterday, I, I don't know where the clip is because these guys created a new channel called Benzinga Clips, which doesn't I don't know how you find any of this stuff anymore, but whatever they're trying different things. So but if you look at the power hour, Dennis, watch Vici properties. I'm telling you, you. I'm on the sh- wait, wait, <laughs> Dennis. OK, this is what Dennis is rolling. You need to understand about StreamYard. Turning your camera off does not mean you're not on the on the stream anymore. OK, I said Vici, oh. V-I-C-I. What did I do? Victor Iglo. No, no. It was Don't Dennis. Say, Dennis just did it. I, 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 I knew it was still on, but I had the bo- the boy just walked in, right. so, so it's so like we, hiding him. So the, this is what you do. This is what you do. You just mouse over your face and you click remove, and that. Takes oh, so you. you could still see me, even though with the boy coming. No, out? no, I could hear you. Oh yeah, well, hearing's okay. Oh, you heard the boy talking. Oh yeah. Do, do not respond to some of these chats. They're asking me questions. I'm not. You can't respond because uh, <laughs> Joel, Joel and Spencer got killed for it last time. Um, I felt bad for Joel and Spencer. The VICI is interesting. Nice pullback yesterday. <laughs> nice segue, I, Dennis. Yeah, we'll bring yeah. it back. <laughs> four point, I like the 4.28% dividend. That thing came back down to 29 or 30. I'd be interested he, in buying this too. It's actually, I, I'm kind of interested. You got me dude, interested. He said it's like the most undervalued. I mean, of course, he's going to say it, but it's the most yeah. undervalued thing. So what this is, is a, a gaming REIT. Harry Turkish from, he said the same thing. MGM. So basically when Caesars, like when ban- or someone went bankrupt, it was like a spinoff. And so now they have these gaming REITs that take on the, the real estate. And I don't know. I like it. I don't own it yet. I don't understand it that well, but I like it. Um, and then I'm peacocking today. What does that mean? Um, someone said I'm peacocking. What does that mean? <laughs> What's that mean? I, wait, and then I, I, I got to tell you one more thing. So Penn, it was at 86. Um, BTN, no, I don't know. What, the, what stock? I don't, I don't know. I have some. I have some call for some entrepreneur for an entrepreneur contest at eight thirty. That's why I have to. Oh, you got to leave before show. the jobs number. He's actually secretly trading the jobs number. Yeah, I'm Just secretly trading the jobs call. number. Um, I do want you guys to tell E Trade to add Benzinga News, and I'll send you swag if you email powerhour at benzinga.com. Um, how's your house, Dennis? Still not built. <laughs> it's still I. I the, may, we may put it on hold with these lumber prices. If it keeps going up, I'm gonna just panic out, and that's it. My builder pre-bought some of the lumber, so I don't. I hope he bought it all, but I, I doubt it. I know the trusses, so I'm kind of you know throwing up every time I see lumber prices making a new high. It just like stabs well, me, and I'm like, I'm actually having anxiety over Jason when I see all this material cost going up, 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 and I'm like, I am so screwed on this house build. I'm so screwed. I want to move to Canada. There's a lumber stock that went from thirty cents to like ten dollars in the last six months, and I was studying it last night. Oh, which was that one? Oh my God! It's like I should have been along that. It would have been a nice hedge. It would have been a beautiful hedge, and it's part mm. of that BTN stock that I'm in. They own like seven million shares in it, and so that's what made the BTN stock go up so much. But I don't know what the lumber one is. It's only on the TSX. It's like oh God, I, I know the name. I just read the investor letter. From the the fun BTN, I'll have to send it to you. I've got a couple of lumber stocks in Canada, uh, Canfor, and oh, what's the other one I have? And I bought those last October for a hedge because I was worried that lumber prices could go up. So I'm like, I'm gonna buy a few lumber stocks. I didn't buy enough though. I did not anticipate 
a 300 percent move in the price of lumber unfortunately so, so I, I thought it would go up a, maybe 30 percent or 40 percent on 300 percent so i screwed up i screwed am up I si- am i sitting too high do i need to go lower there is that better there we go you're good maybe that's better well i this interview i gotta look nice for it you know yeah, right now you're on the interview. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> this is the interview. You're supposed to look nice for us. Free market prep. This is yeah. huge. Um, for you. <laughs> wait, and, hey, Dennis, did you buy any Doge? No, I actually sold some crypto yesterday. I had Ethereum and I had bought more Bitcoin. I just had bought Ethereum a well, week and a half ago. And I, I lightened up both. Yeah, well, I got, a question, for you. I got a question for you and Joel. Mm-hmm. Did you take me up on buying some USDC? Did you take me up on buying some USDC no, or no. USDT? No. No? No, I Well, you suck. I, I should have. Okay. Hey, hey, Elon Musk tweeted to be cautious on Doge. Yeah, but he, Rez, he was on TMZ. Rez, so, that, video, that video was from three months ago. I thought the video was from three months ago, actually. Okay, will you... Will you, will you I was going to say that to you when you were watching. Will you... Will you I don't know. Will you go into the content Slack and do that? Because I can't log into Slack because I'm on another computer. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. they, already, co- they already covered it, but it, the video. Elon tweeted. Video. Oh, yeah. It's Green Forest Products. Zippity doodah. It's Green Forest Products, Dennis. Uh, GFP. It's like GF.P or something. Went from 30 cents to like $8. And I read the investor letter how they got into it. So that's what I was talking about. That's, that's, I don't own any of Green Forest. I own BTN. And these are smaller companies, but I like Kyle Seminera. Who's, you know, the, yeah, so that's why. Lumber has had a ridiculous move. I think everything I was saying yesterday on the show, everything is in a big bubble. Commodities, crypto, not growth anymore. That's why I was like, I actually am starting to get interest, interested in some growth names because the only thing not in a bubble anymore is the high growth, high P stuff. Everything else has just run. This value, the value stocks are basically all overvalued now. It's a tricky market. That's why when you bring us a Vici, I was like, oh, that one's interesting. It's got a little dividend. It's pulled yeah. back a little bit. It doesn't look that bad. But it's tough to find value stocks right now that haven't run. All right. Like, it, before I hang up here, yeah. if you love Joel, Dennis, and Spencer, hit that like button and subscribe. Show them the love. Show them that you care. I'm um, hitting the like button it, right it, now. I like if, myself. If you're a developer looking to build some cool financial to- tools, email me at powerhour at benzinga.com. And then RKT, RKT, guys, Yeah, we're gonna ask you them. can't look at RKT for like two years. It's like I sold a little bit when it went to 40 or 30. I sold at 36 that day. But I wish I sold more because did I think it was going to go below 20? Well, when UWMC, whatever, they lowered the rates and they have earnings next week, you're, it's going to take some time. But Dan Gilbert has always been right. Any, any day you sold Rocket early over the last 30 years, it's been too early to sell. Tell Dan. Dan. Jason, tell Dan, and I got this figured out, and then Kramer said, he, he likes to say sometimes what we say. I said it yesterday on pre-markets prep, to get Rocket turned around, they need to not just have a special dividend, they need to institute a regular, put in a regular dividend. They've got the money to do it. Put in a regular dividend. Then the value guys like me will get interested. I see a zero on that right now, and I don't want to buy it as value stock. Good I point. want to get paid. Because, Dennis, good needs point. a dividend. Because it has so much cash on the balance sheet, too, you know? I think it's a good I think I think when they put that dividend in, I think if they do that, I think the stock will eventually start to turn around because it yeah. is cheap. And good. Kramer said the same thing, whether he got that from our show or not. Maybe we're just thinking maybe I just think the same as Jim, but he said the same thing last night as I did. He's like, it needs a dividend. So right. me and Jim Kramer are both on the same page. Dan Gilbert, you need to put a dividend on RKT. And you know right. what? It would start to turn Sexy. the price around. All right. I'm going to that call, guys. Wish me luck. Right. Love you. Like and subscribe. Just come to our shows. Spencer Israel's working really hard. 
and he needs your love. Okay? okay. Love you all. Oh, and you have a guest coming on. Yes. He has a nice little chart I see. I don't know what that is, but I see it. Okay. Peace out. Right. See you, Jason. Uh, jobs report in two minutes. Ooh, I got to go wide. Then there's a question. Uh, Esther asked uh, a, a good question here. And uh, Esther, we don't know the answer. Her, her, her question is basically, you know, this inverse correlation between crypto and, and growth. So as the, as if the money, if, if, if Dennis is right, and the money flows out of crypto, where does it go? Uh, does it go back into growth? I mean, maybe. I think yeah. that, that's saying that's a pop. We're saying that's a possibility for sure. Yeah, I think the growth names, and I've been dogging the growth names for the better part of two, three weeks. I think they're oversold right now. I do think we're going to get a bounce. I think it's a bounce to sell, though. Like the Zooms, Joel's making a point. you got to be really fussy. I'm buying Zoom. I still say Zoom, and people don't want to hear that. I said it on the show a month and a half ago when it was like 350 I said I think Zoom could be under 100 bucks eventually. So, I mean, I don't want – got to be very selective. You know, I'm not buying something that's 90 times earnings. But you know, some of these growth names, you know, are starting to get more reasonable. I gave you a pen. I think pen, not now, but I think pen's getting to a point where maybe now I'm, I, it's getting to a point where you could start dipping your toe in. So is it going back to 50? I don't think it's going that low because you know what? You still got the story and you still got Barstool Sports and Dave Portnoy is not going away. We love Dave Portnoy. He's funny as hell. I like the pizza clips. And you know what? I still believe, um, quick, I still believe in Barstool quick. Sports. Um, I, I had an anti-ester, number one. I don't think it's the same one. Uh, but I don't think the people that are investing in crypto are necessarily investing in stocks and growth stocks. I think the people in crypto are in crypto. And I think they'll move it around. I don't think like, I don't oh, think so. You, you don't I think, think so? There are, I think it moves it all around. I think there's some people that are just crypto. Hey, I think there's a lot of people who I are... Let's go by, baby. We got hey, the sir. jobs. No, go. Come on, jobs. jobs. I'll even go for the, ooh, and there it is. We popped. There's only one number up top. Pop. We're, trying to pop. We're trying to pop. Pop right. gold. So, oh. so as we said, somewhere around one million uh, new jobs. That's the that's the ballpark estimate. Unemployment expected to fall to five point eight percent. So watch far. out, Dennis. Cancel those bids. Oh, oh, Dennis is getting picked up, off. Down, left, right. Wait a, a select minute here. Start. Wait a minute here. Two hundred and sixty-six thousand jobs added versus, a, as I said, a one million estimate. What? Jerome was right. Two hundred sixty-six thousand versus one million estimate. That's I, I would say that's, that's right. I, I would call that light. I would say that's a miss. Just you know, uh, uh, unemployment six point one percent. So unemployment above the estimate. New jobs way below the Jerome. estimate. Wow. Maybe he's on. Yeah. yeah. There I... is no. That this economy needs more stimulus. That's the only solution. That's... <laughs> Right More now. free money for everyone. Banks getting hammered on it. Can you know we why? get a fourth stimulus? <laughs> I, uh, maybe. But, yeah, that is a big miss there. That is a, Remember what the increase was last time? What it was, was 916,000 jobs added in March. And 266,000 jobs added in April. That's a, that's a big month-over-month decline. Is there something in there? Is there like a was there a shorter month or something oh, or hmm. seasonal I, or something like that? So, I mean, so is that wrong? Is, I I think what this is, and this is just my me guessing. Uh, but like that's what we do. The, the, this number, that's all it is. Everybody's the, guessing. The, this this number is is what it, it is a measure of of new jobs created. How many people like re- return to work? Right, people aren't returning to work. Right, we still have the extended COVID unemployment. Right, 
So, you know, all you see everywhere is businesses having a hard time hiring, right? There aren't enough, there aren't enough workers to go around, but that's what I think this is. I, I think it's just people just not going back to work. They're making so much money listening to Benzinga's pre-market prep show. No, that could that be they it. don't need. Uh, we got a good number, folks. We got a great number up top, and I don't know. Kind of feels like we're gonna bust through there. Uh, we made that. Oh, man, just as I said that, uh, forty-two eleven. That was our all-time high, and uh, we just exceeded that going to twelve fifty. Now thirteen and a quarter, fourteen. I mean, pump and pile. He Wait. had he has his statistics, and he the unemployment rate just increased, which. Hasn't happened since 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 March of last year. That was the last time the unemployment rate hasn't gone up since March of last year. We got a very clear counter to yesterday move happening here in the last three minutes. Banks just imploded. So I mean, this was a very surprising number to the markets. Obviously, this means that interest rates might not be imminently going up. So one, two things happen: banks go down, tech goes up, cues clearly ripping up five bucks a cues right now dollar 50 so all those you know growth names that were getting hammered yesterday gonna get a little relief pop with this number i would think so if you're looking at you know potential buys right now i think a lot of those and not not long term but as trades i think a lot of those names that were getting hammered yesterday might actually get a little relief pop here you're seeing the iwm just went red so you got a big separation exact opposite trade of yesterday um good for kathy Bad for value, bad for Buffett. So Buffett here is actually <laughs> still trading higher, um, surprisingly, because um, maybe it's Apple because there's a huge Apple holding and Apple dripping. So maybe that helps Buffett. Maybe Buffett wins no matter what. <laughs> Stock goes up no matter what. But, I mean, we're clearly seeing banks getting hit, value stocks getting hit, and tech stocks rallying. So, um, and you would expect that because if interest rates are, you know, this is a number where this the Fed number. has is... ammo to say, hey, Look, we're, we're right. Yeah, we're we're not gonna you know stop spiking the Kool Aid anytime soon because maybe we need it. I I said the unemployment rate hadn't risen since, since March. I, I meant April of last year. It, it wow. that's that's when it peaked. It peaked in April of last year, and it's been going down ever since then. But it just went up again. So that's interesting. Okay, uh, that was a big number. That was a big. That was a fun. Yeah. That's fun. That was, that was fun. a big number. That was a big. A lot of rotation off of that number. Dennis, and you just left your offers out there, and they took them, and then you just left. I canceled your all orders. There. Okay, no, I didn't that's get pretty choppy. There. I canceled everything. It's pretty, uh, but okay. So we went to forty-two fourteen, right? That yeah. was quick, though. Okay, so anybody that was leading on to forty-two eleven, your stop got done at forty-two fourteen or higher, or no, could be higher. I don't know where the the uh, micros traded to. But so that's you got a great number up there now, and we're we'll see if we can get back up. But I still still cautious, new all time high. But boy, this is uh, that's a big surprise, a big yeah. surprise to the market. We'll see how they digest it. Frank, I'm, I'm with you, man. I, I was all over. I just gave you guys a Buffett trade. It was still trading up about two bucks. It's up only. It's just they just hit it down a dollar right now. So I'm not. Who's in, listening not to this show? Button. Who did that? No, it's no, it's uh, they're start, they're slow responding to it. I mean, it's going to be the value trades coming off right now. So Warren Buffett, Berkshire Hathaway, seen as value stock. So um, interesting. Yeah, I mean the rotation. It's all about rotations, you know. And trading is all about rotation right now. And clear, clear, clear rotation here this morning. All right. After all that excitement, we need the soothing uh, dulcet tones of Marcus Highcutter. So let's bring him on now. Marcus, how are we doing today? Hey, good morning. Well, this is interesting here with the drops. Big miss. And the market's initial reaction is up. 
<laughs> I, I'm not going to pretend to understand things, Marcus. I, I, hey, here's the deal. I actually have a mug that says trade what you see, not what you think, because uh, I, I gave that up years ago uh, to trade what I think would happen, because right now it's all messed up. I mean, big, big miss in the jobs report, but the markets are going up because now, yes, maybe the interest rates are not going lower. Maybe there's more stimulus, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I, I mean, this is just so screwed up I, and this is why i look at the charts i am uh just a technical trader i can make sense of the fundamentals i, I mean i'm not smart enough for that <laughs> I, I don't know if any of us can really figure it all out we just all guess so but this <laughs> is the that, way this market is it's a crazy market you see the interesting thing is what i've learned it is never the report that is moving the market it is the reaction of traders to the report i mean we have seen it with earnings over and over right i mean companies are providing great earnings going down and then other companies oh it's a smaller than expected loss still not making money uber lyft for example right and, and then they're going up it's you see whatever traders and investors think of the report, what that means, the interpretation that's moving the market. So this is where I also noticed uh, years ago when I was still day trading uh, that the, the first 15 minutes are usually wild, right? I mean, the first reaction you have it when the number is coming out, then there's the first reaction and then everybody's looking into this. I mean, Spencer, you said it. Wait a minute. Was there something or I don't know who said it. Uh, was there a short month? What is happening? Right. I mean, why are the numbers so bad? And then they realized, well, there's nothing. And then there's a second reaction usually to right. this. I mean, right now, still going up. Nasdaq up 1.3%. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> I mean, low rates. I mean, more stimulus. That's what the that's what the market wants to hear, right? I mean, that's what this whole rally has been predicated on. So the fact that we got bad is good, right? A bad Seems number. So. Good, Seems good, so. Good, good, good for the market. So how else are you doing, Marcus? We, uh, we did have you on last week, correct? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so, I mean, this week, last week has been a, a more boring week. So if I, if I can share my charts, I'm, I'm sharing yeah, the, uh, the, the S&P 500. And uh, if you look at last week, it was super boring. All right. I mean, we were in this range and I, I told you I couldn't sell as much uh, put as I want to because that's what I like to do. I like to collect premium. And when I want to collect premium, I need uh, volatility and I need down days. Right. Uh, so I need a day that is going down and then yelling to the rescue, <laughs> right? I mean, on Wednesday, uh, when Treasury Secretary Yellen said, well, you know what, maybe interest rates at some point need to go up. And she said it in a way, way smarter way. And this is when the markets tanked and I was able to go on a shopping spree. So this is just great. Let me show you a few things uh, that I did. First of all, AG, uh, First Majestic Silver, uh, sold the 14th strike price here, uh, as you can see. Uh, and this is expiring today. Today is a big day for me today. Lots of expiration. So as long as we are staying here uh, above 14, I will just keep the whole premium not getting assigned pre-market here right now. We are at uh, $16.37. So it uh, seems that we are good here. Uh, another one. I mean, you, you've been talking about this, uh, Kathy Woods and Art. I actually thought that this week was a good week uh, to, to pick it up cheap if I'm getting assigned. So I sold uh the 105 put and uh got some good money for this and i thought you know what this might actually not be bad getting a sign here uh but right now since uh yeah all the all the growth stocks are ripping higher uh pre-market we had 111 so right now it doesn't seem that i'm getting a sign there but i i wouldn't mind uh owning this because uh yeah what was it uh, 
you said it earlier, Triple D. How much is uh, the ARC fund down for the year? Is it like 30%? Uh, uh, yeah, like 30%. So you've seen a huge narrowing of that gap. Like I've been poo-pooing growth stocks for a while, but today I was like, you know, I, I even before the jobs number, I was finally saying these are oversold. You know, okay. some of this stuff's due for a bounce. So Arc Arc is massively oversold. Despite I don't like a lot of stuff she holds in that fund, and maybe I'm not in love with her strategy, it's oversold. For her to drop 18% in seven trading sessions, um, which is what her main ARKK fund has basically done from 126 down to 105, that's a big move in six days. So right. I think if you're selling now, I think you're kind of doing it backwards. So, yeah. you know, and, and if you're selling puts, that's like a buy. So that's, I'm kind of with you yeah. short term. That's what on I was one. kind of hoping for that I can pick it up for 105 because I would think that uh, buying it at 105 would be buying it at a discount. I'm with you. I'm absolutely with you. Uh, so another one, um, AMD. Uh, AMD, I mean, it's, it's a little bit all over the place. And I'm, I'm super surprised. So we, we have all this semiconductor shortage, right? So this is why not quite sure why we are just going down or sideways, but I see that there's solid support at the 75 level. So I sold a few puts at 75. This morning, pre-market, they're trading at 79. So might not get assigned here, as it seems. I wouldn't have, uh, I wouldn't have minded uh, owning um, AMD at 75. I think that this would be okay. So anyhow, Las Vegas Sands, that is a different story. So Las Vegas, you, you talked about Penn Barstool and uh, Jason talked about uh, everybody who's buying the ground underneath the casinos there. So this is where I sold the 58 strike price. And uh, right now uh, we are trading below this. So I might get a sign on LVS Las Vegas Sands. I, I still think that overall, this might be a good bet if I'm getting a sign here. Because if you're looking at the others, if you're looking at uh, Caesars. I mean, I mean, they reported earnings this week and uh, they said, well, we have sold out weekends here in Vegas. Uh, I think when did they report yesterday or today? Uh, I think they're about to report. Yeah, they're, they're reporting today. So let's see uh, what Win is doing. So they're reporting today. And this were uh, still like in Las Vegas sense. Let's see. This is one where I might or might not get a sign today. Uh, so here I just I have win on my calendar for Monday, Monday after oh. close. Oh, is it on Monday? Okay, good. So we'll we'll see here. Uh, Snap, Snap is another one. Uh, I mean, Snapchat just up, down, up, down, up, down. I mean, really in a massive range here between 50 and 70. Uh, so I sold the 49 strike price and uh, said, you know what? If this dips below 49, I don't mind owning Snapchat. Uh, but here also, it seems that this uh, expires worthless and I just keep the whole premium. Uh, now we save the best for last of course so we get to write here in a moment but then i also uh, looked at zillow uh zillow reported earnings uh i think that they were better than expected earnings um uh, don't know because i'm really not looking into this it doesn't really matter it doesn't matter whether they're reporting great earnings or bad earnings right i said it's the reaction of traders uh when they reported earnings uh they had this this slump down so i sold the 105 strike price thought, yeah, you know what, I, I'll pick up some Zillow with all the craziness that is going on right now. I mean, people are buying homes like crazy. Where do you go if you want to know how much is a house worth? I mean, years back, you had to call a realtor to get the, the comms, how much our house is worth. I mean, now we have Zillow. We have everything at our fingertips. Anyhow, also ripping higher here, pre-market 2.7%. So all of these, um, instead of uh, LVS, uh, will expire worthless today, as it seems. I mean, we never know what the markets are doing. Uh, but yeah, I went, uh, I really went on a shopping spree here. So I, I loaded everything up. Uh, so AMD, 
uh, on this one, I'll make uh, like $400 uh, if you can just zoom in here. So that's uh, AMD is $378. Snap is another $400. LVS is $595. Uh, now we need to scroll over a little bit. There's the other few that I got in my portfolio. Uh, $550 here, $400 here. And wait, but there's even more. I didn't even see it. AG, uh, there's another $800. So this will be a, an awesome week after a slow week last week, definitely picking up here. And as I said, save the best for last. <laughs> here it is. Freaking right. <laughs> <laughs> it took you for a ride, Marcus. I, I mean, I... I'm getting sick and tired of this stock. I have been sick and tired of this stock for a while. I, I just keep lowering my cost basis here. My cost basis right now is at 1523. Uh, my break even uh, is another dollar lower. So my break even is somewhere at around $14 here. And uh, these guys are just killing me. I, I, they, they have the, the worst market. I don't even know. They, they are being sued. They should be sued of not communicating with their investors of what's going on. So are they producing trucks or not? Now they move the earnings date up uh, from June 17 uh, to, May 5, uh, to May 17 or something like this. So they moved it up by a month. What does it mean? Does this mean that they have good news? I mean, why would you move a, an earnings date up? If I were right and if I would produce these trucks and I had some trouble here, I would actually communicate with the public as late as possible. So do they have some good news? Do I get a quick pop? My plan is here uh, next week uh, actually to sell some more puts. Uh, I want to lower my cost basis uh, to around uh, $12. So uh, the idea is to go down to $11.50 to $12 in my cost basis so that if there is a quick reaction, uh, even if it is just from uh, $8 to $12, which is a lot, I understand, that's 50%, I get it, <laughs> right? But uh, to get out of this here at break even or at a small loss. Is so this any, is a stupidest trade that I've done in a long time. Is there any point in time, Marcus, and I think the chat wants to ask that question, is there any point in time where you just say, I got this one wrong, I'm going to take the loss and move on? Is there any point in time, like if it went down like six or five? You know what, there's a great question, and I thought about yeah. it. I, I thought about it. So when, when do I call it quits here? And, and this, uh, Triple D, you said it earlier, right? I mean, Kathy Woods pulled out of Workhorse, so she called it quits at some yeah, point. Yeah, she did. Um, or, or at least she sold some. Right, right. She sold some. So he, here's the deal. Ride right now has been just beating down, and they are not producing any revenue. At some point, they have to take orders, unless this went in this earnings call. If they say, yeah, you know what? Uh, we, we can't meet our December production deadline. It will be a year later. I mean, then they will be rolled over with the others. Then we will have the Cybertruck. Then we will have the Ford F-150. Then we will have maybe a GM comes out with a Silverado. So then they are done. So right now, as it, as it appears in this whole EV maker scene, they might have a chance to be the first to market with an electric pickup truck. And uh, this is where I'm thinking, okay, uh, let's think about it. They said that they can produce uh, around 5,000 trucks in a quarter. That is the plan, right? How much would you sell a truck for? What did they say? Like uh, $40,000, somewhere around this. So, I mean, this is where they would bring in some decent uh, revenue. Let's see. This would be um, this, and then we add the three numbers from there. So it would be like 40 million. And I think this is what we need to see. So if they come out and say, yeah, you know what? Uh, we, we're calling it. We can produce the truck then i i need to bail here right now what about a marcus do you ever and this is not investment advice but not do all. you ever do you ever consider the revenge trade 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, just load up on the five puts or something or the six. You know what? I, I, I like did that. this in the past. I did it in the past where I said, and I, I just see that some people uh, who are hodling it, right? Hold on for dear life. I mean, that's kind of what I do here, but they could just keep buying, buying, buying. I mean, for me, my plan, it has always been, it's not the first time that I'm stuck in a position. I've been stuck in uh, TQQQs. I've been stuck, you know, it in Apple. I've been stuck in GDXJ. So I have a plan of what I do. When I am stuck, okay. I'm systematically lowering my cost basis and I'm bringing in more premium so that I not, do not only lower my cost basis, but also my break even. So um, I, you see, the difficult thing is with revenge trading, you, you never know when you're doing it, right? You always realize it, realize it in hindsight. Uh, here, I, I feel that I'm not doing revenge trading. I'm following my plan of what I do when um, a position is in trouble. So for me, this is a very systematic approach. Uh, do I like this? No. Do I hate it? Yes, with a passion. Am I sick and tired of this? Absolutely. <laughs> it's a, the one thing uh, where I have a, a little post-it, right? And I, I put the post-it over the open PNL of right because I don't want to see it anymore. I mean, right now it's just frustrating. It is. It is. Marcus Heidkotter, uh is from Rockwell Trading. You can always uh, learn more, hear more from him by going to the link that's up on the screen, rockwellertrading.com slash Benzinga. That link uh, redirects straight to uh, his YouTube page, I believe, and there's a ton more content on there. Uh, Marcus, any, well, before I let you go, anything else on your radar for for next week or or you're just sort of monitoring these positions at, well, no you see this uh, the positions will close today and this is where I'm, I'm using my scanner just to see every day what is popping up and you see i have my little colorful faces here uh where i'm flagging of uh, maybe this would be a good one i'm definitely interested in win let's see what they do let's see if there's support some there uh i i might uh, actually uh, these are the maybes fastly and neo and then I don't like anything like the cruise lines right now, Palantir, not a big fan. So this is why I'm flagging it red. But so on my radar for next week, uh, probably maybe win after they report earnings. And let's see what uh, what Fastly and Neo are doing here. All right. We will have to check in on uh, Fastly, Win and Neo with you next week. Have a good weekend, sir. We'll talk to you again next week. All right. Have a great day. Good right. weekend. Thanks, Take Marcus. Care. All right. I always do feel better talking to Marcus. Uh, oh, his voice is always relaxed. The dulcet I should take some notes from just on how to relax because I'm a lot more hyper. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I have to confess, I don't, I don't even know what we really talked about today. <laughs> what have we talked about? Well, we had the rotation, obviously, yeah, okay. and we're okay. seeing still massive rotation. The banks are getting smacked around. We're seeing growth tech catch a bit. Kathy's having a great morning here. ARKK trading up 3% here this morning. Um, this is all off the jobs number because she was flat before this jobs number. So you're seeing the market clearly price in that there may not be the interest rate rise as quickly as after this jobs number. It might be the talk could cool down a little bit there. So that's why the banks are getting smacked. And that's why you're seeing the, the high tech growth really catch a bit here this morning. So all those beaten down names are the ones that are rebounding this morning. And yeah, gold's catching a bit off this too here, uh, up 2620, uh, which uh, and silver. Uh, now I went from uh, red to green. So they're liking the metals off this, which I don't know. I guess just a, every dog has their day, right? Yeah, I guess. It's hard so. market to figure out sometimes. Let's so. go data dog. Okay. Data dog. Yeah, dogs. Data, data. data dog. Data earnings. Yeah.
Yeah, the earnings, sure. were, the earnings were last night. They were good. The EPS beat six cents versus three cents. Sales beat one ninety eight million versus one eighty six million. Guidance above estimates for uh, EPS and for sales uh, for the quarter and for the year actually. So uh, strong guidance. It's another hammered growth name. Um, it looks like growth is going to have a very good day. Just now, you start thinking about okay, we just got hammered from ninety to seventy. So I'm thinking eighty. You know, I'm thinking it's a nice pop here. And, you know, if you're in all these growth names and your portfolio has been underperforming like crazy, you know, you're using rallies to, you know, to switch that up. It looks like we're going to have a counter move day, which is a good opportunity for everybody who's buried in growth to lighten some of those positions up. Um, you know, I don't follow Datadog closely enough and I haven't done valuation on it to tell you if it's getting to a reasonable price or not. But I can just tell you the stock is still massively out of favor. There is just a a ton of people who are down money between 80 and 90 dollars i think you know we got to the mid 80s i think you're going to run into a wall of resistance probably anything over 80 you're probably going to run into some resistance so it's a nice seven point pop it's hard to come up here and buy it up 10 percent right now right now i'm looking at what isn't up right now what are these growth names that have been really hammered that aren't up much this morning those are the ones that are more interesting to me not something that's up 10 percent uh, take a look at uh, the pair. This is called 7960. Dennis, you mentioned 80 and higher. But what's really important for this one after getting pounded like it had 95 bucks a couple weeks ago is to you know keep going to pre-market high. And we're right there at the high of the session. If this thing can get, you know, let's say this is called 7960 splits to lows, gets above 80. See, now – I think you could have some pretty good short covering this one, but you got to get up. You got to not only take out the pre-market high, but you got to get into that 80 handle. And for people that want it, it's a little bit different. So people that wanted to buy this on the dip and they were getting their bet, you know, bids just peppered the last few days. I mean, even if this does go into a decline, there's good. I mean, people were stepping up at 76, a little bit in the pre-market. So, um, you know, we'll see how much it, if it can't get into the 80 handle, it'll give some back, but I don't see it going anywhere near uh, yesterday's low at 69.73. I, I want to go to Roku. Uh, which Roku, yeah, rebounded Roku. RT77 just mentioned as well. Uh, I would have I said uh, 20 minutes ago or half hour ago, this would probably give it all back at the open, but now, now, I'm, not, now I'm not so sure. Because, oh, it's the kind of day. It was the jobs number that it needed. Right, exactly. So the numbers were good, and the stock is up. And I would have thought this has PayPal written all over it, but now, now everything has changed with that number. So yeah, it does. And I mean, the response to this is going to be important as well. Do we hold these gains? Does Arc, you know, which is a great indicator for all these high growth names right now, hold on to these games, or does it run into a wall of sellers because there's so many people who are underwater? Roku, same story. I mean, three fifty, which is probably a pipe dream at this point in time, would be an awesome short up there. It's 35 points away from there. 315, I kind of feel like you're in the middle of nowhere. Maybe you grab the 50%. But, um, you know, it, it, the name of the game is sell the rip, buy the dip, and you're getting a nice rip here on Roku. Uh, I, I see the numbers you're talking about, but we're still just trading at 316.58. What about the Paris stubborn highs right here? Uh, the two and three day highs, Wednesday and Thursday, 330.39, Boom, right there. So, if you're looking for more, that's 15 bucks away. Looks like it's got a bid here. That's what I'd be looking if you're looking for another target in Roku. And if you start to peel back, once again, same scenario as Datadog. Like, I missed the bottom. I should have bought yesterday. They're going to have to put some bids in here as it goes back down. Top of yesterday's range 
Way down is three double oh twenty seven. Whatever was strong yesterday is weak this morning. Whatever was weak yesterday is strong this morning. So, you know, if you're in your individual stocks, that's what you're looking at here. And if you're, you know, wanting to trade, I mean that's what I'm looking at. Yeah. Um, you're seeing a nice rally in the high growth names. From the longer term perspective, I'm always a contrarian and I'm always looking looking and saying, Okay, well here's an opportunity. Maybe I'm gonna get in the value stock that I wanted. Maybe we're gonna get a big dip and the banks have been running, you know, we're getting a nice dip on JP Morgan. But you know, they've run too. I like JP Morgan. One fifty five, I think JP Morgan. 157, you're not far away from there. So it's an opportunity here this morning on the counter move. But, you know, it is, or does this start a, a three or four day trend? I mean, we've been, you know, rotating into value for a while here now. It's overbought. So maybe you see a couple days of reversal here. Um, I still think longer term, though, I'm buying dips in value and selling rips in uh, a lot of the growth. Yeah, change. And you were talking about that before the number, too. You know, it's just not. Well, yeah, it was oversold. So, um, so now you're getting an opportunity where, okay, well, we're ripping the other way. So, yeah, these are opportunities. These are good opportunities for traders. For those keeping track at home, UPS is flat. <laughs> UPS has been running and running and running and running. I would expect this to go down today. I would expect FedEx to go down today. I would expect Home Depot to go down today on the at least this morning on these numbers. Some of them are trading in the red, but there are some value stocks that are trading in the green still. Like I said, the Berkshire Hathaway. Um, they probably the Apple helping that, but Berkshire Hathaway. Oh, it's went red. It's red red now. Heavy. I mean, we gave you. We we said no, I should have just turned around and hit two ninety one fifty. It was bet. I was like, ah, they're probably going to hit that. It's now 288 and a half, just about three bucks. So clear, clear, clear rotation. You can see, you know, there's opportunities in understanding this rotation. Yeah, exactly right. Um, we, we talked about Doge running into SNL. We didn't really talk about Tesla at all. Um, I yeah, mean, bad news out of Tesla, huh? Well, well, but the stock sort of fits this this theme that we've been talking about here for the past few minutes here. What's what's weak is strong, and what's strong is weak. So yeah. Tesla's up today because of that, um, and and uh, uh, yeah, I saw they had some data out overnight, right? Where they they saw registrations in Germany fall twenty five percent in April. Uh, Volkswagen at the same time saw a hundred eight percent increase in registrations. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Six, eight. I mean, you got a wall right now here. So I wouldn't think about any upside in this. You got uh, a trio. This is called 683. Spots the three eyes for the last three days. That is still 13, 14 bucks away. You did hit 675. So if you do, t- I mean, that's just, that's just a big level on the downside. Doesn't look like we're going to fade and give up this low at 650. Another little pesky low, just oh no, that's actually quite a ways under that six forty one eleven. But uh, keep an eye on that six eighty three in Tesla. Not not only today, but uh, over the next couple of sessions, if you're looking for this to rally. Uh, I think seven hundred is a brick wall now in Tesla too. So um, if I was looking from a short trade, I'd probably right. want a little bit more of a lift to just go in here. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere. Up near 700, great resistance up there, though. So I'm, I'm not just talking if, on you, Tesla, I'm yeah, if you scooped it up the last, I mean, it's still 12. I mean, it's not it's not going to 700, Tank. I'm just looking for, well, I don't know that for sure. Yeah. But It'll, I'm just looking yeah. shorter term. Yeah, I'm just saying it got to get to 683 first before it gets anywhere near 700. All right. Well, while, while we were talking stocks and economic data points, uh, Mitch was making NFTs this morning. He's good at that, man. And so he made now. Well, I got what? something for you. I got something for you. Oh, so I got a question before I bring it on the screen. I'm so scared. Triple, triple. 
Does Dogecoin get to one dollar, baby? One dollar. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> oh wow, that one's an interesting. Look at well, Mufasa holding Simba. Spencer <laughs> oh, Simba that's here. Oh, that's for Astronaut Joel. Spencer Simba. That's, right there. Uh, yeah, that's that's um that's one of the uh, Rafiki. Is this one for sale? Can we bid on this thing? Sure. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. You can send me wax. I can never do that stuff in 100 years. And and the dog's there. (laughs) This is going to be the story of the weekend. It's going to be the story of the weekend. We got the SNL. Everybody wants to know what he's going to say. You know he's talking the doggy coin. You know he's going to talk doggy coin. I do believe going to the moon. You don't see him? He's an astronaut. You probably see the lift into the event. Just remember, it's buy on, you know, buy ahead of the event, sell on the event. I feel like this is going to be a selling event. So I think on Monday... Maybe we get a you know a little lift into the open. Everybody's excited. Oh, I saw this dog coin. I want to buy that. And then they pull the rug out from all those people, and we see like a twenty percent fall in the price of doggy coin. I'm predicting a twenty to twenty five percent fall in the price of doggy coin next week from where it is Saturday night. I think you could still lift a little bit more. So if I'm actually, and I don't think you can. Is there any way to short dog coin? Yes, actually, I'm glad you asked. How do you short it? I will put. I'll put a link in the chat. How about that? Yeah, oh, I want to know. Well, and That's I'm not recommend. We don't do recommendations. We don't do anything there. I'm just curious right now. Let's check it out. Um, and, and I don't like shorting rocket ships either. So not recommending to short anything. I think though next week. So use that information. I think next week you're going to see a significant fall in the dough. All right, I'm putting. I'm putting a link. We actually covered this. There's a link in chat to our article how to short Doge. Not saying you should. If you want to. Yeah, we're not saying you should at all. It's a very high, high, high risk, and then get a much higher risk than that. Yep. Yep. All right. Um, so it's nine o'clock, uh, guys. Do you have any final final words of wisdom, Dennis? Final words for the week, Joel. I mean, we'll see you in the after at, at the end. Oh wait, Joel, we didn't mention this yet. Nice haircut, man. Joel got a, and and I and I am embarrassed. I, I'm I apologize. I I didn't see it yesterday at the at the close. I was I distracted. I think, but Joel got a spiffy looking haircut. Joel's looking good for you the. You know what? If I could any. Get possibly any better looking. I, I mean, know. I don't know here. Look at that haircut. Smash your right haircut. Hey, hey, short baby. Wash and wear. Get out of that pool. Boom. I mean, it even dries. I don't even need a towel. I like short it. Stock, Wash and wear. Short hair. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, I'm going to stay in the chat for a few minutes because we didn't cover a ton of symbols. Oh, we did. Uh, just, uh, just closing out here. I mean, pre market high 42.14. It's very close to that 4211. So let's get through there. Let's get up and hold 4211. There's no Goldman resistance there. Five bucks now. Banks absolutely hammered on this jobs number. Anything to do with financial is down significantly. PNC Bank leading the church down four bucks as well. Um, Caterpillar Deer getting hit here this morning. They hate value this morning, they and they love value. high PE growth tech. That is what is happening. That's why you listen to the pre market prep show to catch the turns. Have a good weekend. Enjoy the Saturday night live doggy coin skit, and just be careful if you're all loaded up because I still think you're going to see a topping event this weekend. Just my opinion. Just all right. Just one man's opinion. All right. Thanks a lot, Dennis. Uh, thanks a lot, Joel. So we do have live trading again today. David Green will be will be back. Here is the schedule for today. I'm going to bring it up on my screen. There it is. David Green's going to be on in about 20 or so minutes, going through the open till about 10:30, give or take. Spax attack, power hour. 
get technical. Our options show, our weekly options show with Robert Roy, options explained, will be on from 2 to 3. Uh, we got Zinger Stock Trivia, 3 o'clock. They got the close show uh, at 3.30. And uh, Money Mitch, I believe, Money Mitch at 6. If Money Mitch is not on, then um, it's not on. But that's the schedule for today. So, yeah, everyone. I'll, I'll be on. I got I got happy hour today, guys. So one of the things that I do on Fridays is just kind of more of a hangout with traders. You know, we want to hear the stories of the week. So if you got a great story to tell, come to Money Mitch. Come to Money Mitch at 6 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, okay, some other housekeeping items. Haven't mentioned this enough today. Benzinga Pro. It's Benzinga's real-time news feed and research tool. And what I'm going to do, actually, because I, I don't do this uh, nearly as much as I should, I'm going to play a Benzinga Pro commercial for you now. When you want to maximize your performance in the market, you need access to the highest quality tools and news available. Benzinga Pro stands out from all of the options you'll be presented with, and their instant access to market-moving news positions you to be prepared to take on the market in the best ways possible. Here's how it works. Benzinga Pro's news desk creates original news content that's available on your main news feed and gives you actionable information about companies you may want to invest in. This news desk information gives you the chance to beat the market, receive impactful news as it breaks, and jump on trending stocks before and as they rise. And beyond that, Benzinga Pro is packed with helpful features and unique insights that give you the best information possible. There's tools like Live Audio Squawk, which streams every day with important news and timely updates and the real-time news alerts that allow you to stay on top of every developing story you're keeping tabs on. Alerts and news will be sent straight to your inbox or delivered as live sound alerts. For those investors that want real-time, actionable, and breaking news about companies they may be looking to invest in, Benzinga Pro is the tool to use. Pro.benzinga.com. Enter the promo code YouTube20. That'll get you 20% off any Benzinga pro subscription before i forget please remember that all the information from our show from all of our shows but this show especially meant to be used as informational purposes only not for investing or trading advice please do your own research your own due diligence and take everything you hear from everybody with a gigantic grain of or crystal of salt um okay i'm about to wrap it up unless mitch wants to hang out but i, I was i was going to wrap it up this video is set to redirect to david's stream so you don't have to do anything to watch that it'll be available right here youtube.com slash benzinga if you're watching on twitch twitch.com slash benzinga twitter it, uh, it'll be on there as well on benzinga's account uh so you don't you don't have to do anything the redirect will happen david will be on for about an hour going through his trades going through his setups again it's not really like what he's going to be doing, just if you haven't watched David trade before, uh, he, he spends the first part like going through his setups that he's that he's working through right now and going through his watch list, and then the second part takes questions from the chat. Um, so that's the structure of, of David's show. Um, and yeah, I think that's it, guys. So please, 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 if you haven't already, subscribe to Benzinga on YouTube or Benzinga Clips. It's our highlights channel. Hit the like. How many likes are we at right now? Are we at? Uh, 800 likes yet? Let's find out. We are at ba, 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 545 likes. Ooh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Let's get to 800 if we can. That would be fantastic. Um, and Mitch, let, let's see if we can add that that Simba thing, that NFT you made to the swag store. Speaking of swag store, swag.benzinga.com. You want pre-market prep swag, SPACs attack swag, Benzinga swag. It's all there on our swag store. Okay. Um, 
Thanks for the likes. I'm trying to uh, catch up on chat. No, it's not a hotel room background. I'm trying to think. I have other announcements, but nothing that's like firm that that I want to like announce right now. Oh, the Benzinga FinTech Awards. BenzingaFinTechAwards.com. It's our premier event. Uh, the signups are now open. Applications are open. If you want to apply, if you work for a fintech company, you work in, in finance, technology, financial services, go to BenzingaFinTechAwards.com. Do apply to that. Mitch, did I forget anything? Or are we good to hop and we'll be back for David Green at 925? I, I think I got everything. He says I did. All right, everyone, have a good rest of your morning. Good luck at the Open. I will see you on the stream with David Green at 925. Are my likes not refreshing? I can't sign off yet until I know how many. Right. Not even 600. Ugh, tough morning on the likes front. All right, guys, that's going to be a wrap for me. Good luck at the Open. We'll see you later. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.